I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford. Giles, a big insurance company, has released its full-year profit results. Kira to you, Charlotte. Yes, Suncorp, one of the country's biggest insurers, reported a 23% drop in its net profit. That's because of volatile investment markets and increased natural disaster costs. Uh, it operates the AA Asteron and Vero brands and says net profit fell $50 million to $165 million for the year ended June. With the details, here's business reporter Ananzaki. Suncorp says its profit has suffered by major natural disasters with the cost of six events above its $5 million threshold. It says overall natural disaster claims increased by more than a quarter to $107 million exceeding its full-year allowance by $45 million, which is also higher than last year. The company recorded investment losses of $30 million because of rising bond yields and volatile share markets. General insurance profit is down 15%, with top-line growth offset by rising claims and investment market impacts. Its life insurance business reported a 60% drop in profit as claims topped a billion dollars and inflation also drove up its costs. Suncorp says the New Zealand division continues to make good progress on key strategic priorities of growing brands. Well, here's the latest chapter in the saga involving automotive investments. The company which runs the used car chain Two Cheap Cars. Its executive director and largest shareholder, David Sanner, has pushed back against concerns raised by the stock exchange watchdog regarding the independence of directors nominated to join the board. NZ Regco, which is the regulatory arm of NZX, has asked the used car retailer to explain by the end of the day how it's complying with the rule of having at least two independent directors on its board after four of its directors have resigned in the past month or two. Mr Senna says he's confident that Gordon Shaw and Michael Stiasny will qualify as independent independent directors. And he says a report uh, from the board on its assessment uh, of the nominees is likely to back their independence. That report, of course, due by the close of business today. Or are responsible investment groups pressing for greater supervision and regulation of investment funds to prevent misleading claims? A study of 800 funds by the Mindful Money Group shows the amount invested in companies involved in fossil fuels, animal testing, alcohol production and questionable human rights practices increased between 11 and 64% in the six months ended March. It's tallied the amount in what it regards as unethical investments at more than $11 billion. Despite increasing industry claims, they're responding to investor demands for steering money away from undesirable activities. Mindful Money's chief executive, Barry Coates, says the time for polite talk and education is over. Really what we need to see is we need to see some measures that are, that are available to investors. So, so, you know, we've got lots of information uh, that's comparable across funds for fees and, and returns and who manages the funds and benchmarks and so on. We have no consistent data on, on um, practices that affect society or the environment. And that's what we need. You know, we, we're finally getting uh, climate change information through the carbon disclosure reporting, the subject of government regulation. But we're not getting that extended to other environmental and social issues. It needs to be, those issues need to be covered and the reporting needs to be made uh, obligatory. That's Barry Coates from Mindful Money. 
Another New Zealand technology company has been snapped up by overseas buyers. The privately owned self-service payment company Invenco has been sold to United States-based global industrial company Vontia for at least $128 million New Zealand dollars. Vontia's chief executive Mark Morelli says Invenco's outdoor payment terminals and its cloud-based services for petrol stations are a good fit. The purchase price matches Invenco's anticipated revenue of $128 million this year, although the price could increase depending on Invenco's future performance. Well, the U.S. Federal Reserve will continue its aggressive monetary policy path after a stronger-than-expected jobs report. The country added more than half a million jobs in July, with unemployment falling to pre-pandemic levels. And that's added pressure to the already tight labour market. Latest U.S. inflation numbers are due out later this week, with the consensus that the annual rate will slow to 8.7% from the 40-year high of 9.1% last month. Even so, the Fed's seen as having no choice but to continue its policy of big interest rate rises, and well-known chief econ- a well-known economist, Mohamed El Arian, says this shows the Fed is playing catch-up, and it calls into question its analysis and policy decisions. If you want to be charitable, you would say that the changes were all exogenous and unanticipated. Who would have anticipated the war in Ukraine? But, you know, inflation was a problem before the war in Ukraine. The U.S. inflation rate for mid-February was already 7%. I think it's complacency. People got used to a certain macroeconomic regime of insufficient demand, and they didn't pay attention to the extent to which COVID has changed the underlying dynamics of the global economy. It was complacency. That's Mohammed El Ariam. Let's catch up on financial markets, see how they've started the week with Andrew Cathy of Craig's Investment Partners. Kira to you, Andrew. Kira Giles. Well, it's uh, a wet, cold, soggy uh, day all around the country and from the looks of it, the share market's feeling much the same. Yeah, look, it is. It's, it's not continuing its run. Our market's up about 11% um, from mid-June, but today... It's off about quarter of 1%, or down 26 points at 11,702. Any particular movers there? Look, AT Milk's off almost 2%, down 11 cents at $5.47. Auckland Airport down 8 cents at $7.65. Contact Energy bucking the trend, it's up 3 cents at $7.71. Fisher & Paykel Healthcare unchanged at $20.76. Infratil's unchanged at $9.07. Main Freight. It's down half a percent at $78.15. Meridian Energy down one at $5.14. Spark uh, off three cents at $5.19. And Somerset up eight cents at $11. Just a quick look at the way Australia's opened and then the currency, please. Look, the ASX 200's down 13 points at 7002 uh, Resource stocks are a bit stronger uh, and then the banks are a bit weaker. And how's the New Zealand dollar faring? Yeah, look, we're stronger despite the weather. Buying Australian 90.28 cents against the US dollar, we're 62.33. Against sterling, we're 51.73. Against the euro, we're 61.33. And against the yen, 84.41. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. Interest rates, 90-day bank bills, 3.295%. 10-year government bonds are trading at 3.6%. Brent crude is trading at $94.46 US a barrel. And gold largely unchanged at 1,772 US cents an ounce. Thank you very much.
That's Andrew Cathy from Craig's Investment Partners. Time just to tell you it's Money Week. If you want to get a lot of uh, detailed information, educational, instructional and helpful, you can go to the Sorted website for a whole host of webinars and discussion documents. Even get your questions answered on Matters Financial. And all the latest news financial and the numbers, we will update around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kia ora.